Welcome to Building Reddit. I'm your host, Ryan H. Lewis. Employees are the lifeblood of any company, and it's important that the pipeline of new people joining is kept fresh and vibrant as the company matures. At Reddit, Emerging Talent is one of the main teams to make sure that we recruit the best of the best from universities. In the previous episode, we heard from Dietrich Franklin, the manager of Emerging Talent, about how the program was created and how it works. In this episode, the second and a special two-part series of Building Reddit, we'll hear directly from interns and new hires currently at Reddit. They'll share how they joined the program, what they're working on, and the best snacks at the Reddit offices. Dietrich was kind enough to lead the conversation with them, so here he is. Well, hello, everybody. It's me again, Dietrich Franklin, the manager of Emerging Talent. And for this segment of the podcast, I am joined today by our interns at Reddit, who we colloquially call Snooturns, if you didn't know. Okay, they're the hottest on the block. They're the best in the industry. We love to see it. So I am going to allow them to introduce themselves for this podcast. And I just ask that you all introduce yourself by saying your name, what school you're coming from, the degree and major, because, you know, you may choose a different major, and then a fun fact about yourself. Let's start with Anya. Okay. Hey, guys. Um, My name is Anya. I am currently working on my bachelor's in computer science at Howard University, go Bison. And a fun fact about me is that I'm a dancer and I'm on the dance team at my dad's school. Hello, everyone. My name is Cameron. I'm currently going to USC. I am getting my master's degree in computer science. And a fun fact about me, I have a U.S. patent. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you, you have a patent, sir? I have a patent. You... Have a patent. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I was going to um, just share about, I also have a birthmark. That was going to be my other fun fact. I thought you'd be more surprised about that, but... <laughs> I guess no, the patent is more surprising because for those of y'all that don't know, patents are in law for 20 years. Um, so until 20 years after the patent has been filed, nobody can claim stake to whatever you have patented. And hopefully it makes you money because then, you know, hopefully one day we'll have to see, you know, we'll have to see, we'll have to see the, the, the birthmark's cool too, though. The birthmark's cool too. It's a weird birthmark, but yeah, the patent's, the patent's dope. The patent's legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and our last guest with us today. Uh, hi, everyone. My name's Lauren. I go to the University of Michigan, and I'm getting my bachelor's in computer science. And there's no way I'm going to follow a fun fact like the patent. So my fun fact is that I'm taking today's interview from bed because we're working remote today. See, we'd love it. We'd love the yeah, flexibility the about being able to work remote, you know, and ain't nothing like being able to chill up and be and get your job done. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well... Um, what I'm sure the people would love to know is what is your role at Reddit and what team are you on? I can go ahead. Um, so my role at Reddit, I'm a software engineer intern on the ads growth team. I am also a software engineer intern. I'm on the ads measurement team. I am also a software engineering intern on the dev platform team. Yes. We'd love to see it. All of these good software engineers. These are brilliant minds in the room, people, if you didn't know. And lastly, just to get to know them just a little bit better, we're about to have rapid fire. I have three questions I'm going to ask, and I want all of your opinions, and I may judge them. I might not. 
Okay. First question. Favorite subreddit. Lord. Our figure skating. Really? Are you a figure skater? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. But also figure skating uh, tea is so interesting. And it is up to date on that subreddit. That is also an amazing fun fact. If you did not realize, like, figure skating is wow. <laughs> Love that. Okay, Anya, favorite subreddit. Our capybara. Is a capybara like the, is it a mammal? It's a mammal that runs around with like a tail and it's like always doing some crazy stuff. They're the largest rodent, but they're like, there's a lot of capybara memes and they're all really funny. So I like those. Do you follow the guy in, I want to say he's in South America and Brazil that has a capybara and he has like this whole TikTok series with him and his capybara? No, but I, I might need to know that TikTok name. I couldn't tell you the TikTok name. I just saw a clip of it one day. And it was like, if you want wholesome content on your timeline, watch this. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Happy bar, figure skating. Got it. Cameron. I was too proud of you, but CMV, uh, I, li- I like change my view. Oh, that's the one where the people will sit in front of a random table in the middle of a park and put a sign that says, this is my view. Try to change my mind. Yeah, it gets kind of <laughs> controversial. It gets a little hot, but like, it's interesting conversation. What am I going to say? It's, it's interesting. We love, we love some hot takes and controversial opinions. Yes, indeed. Okay. Favorite office or personal snack? Because some of y'all are remote today. Okay. My favorite office snack is these Rip Band Stroop Waffles. They have the caramel flavor and the cookies and cream flavor. They are so good. I have at least one every single day. Yeah. Um, I was only in the office for two days so far, but... Both of those days, I had the dried mangoes, and I also took like a bunch of snacks home each day, and I, I took a couple packs of those. I'm going to go with offices, so I've only been to the LA office, and I loved it. It was awesome. So that's my favorite. I'm so glad. I'm yeah. so glad. It's cool. It's you cool. didn't get cool. any good snacks from the LA office? I mean, the snacks were cool, and listen, I'm all about, you know, staying healthy and stuff like that. They were very healthy snacks, too, and I like that. I like that, but not my favorite snack. I, I didn't find it. I didn't find it. Listen, the gummy bears... I grab them every time. Okay, take them right on home. The beef jerky. The beef jerky is also my vibe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Good office snacks. LA has some good snacks. I've been to LA. I've, I've seen it. Well, lastly, lastly, what's the favorite place to visit in the city that you're currently working in? Well, I've only been in New York City for two and a half weeks at this point, but I love walking along the Hudson River and going to Little Island at sunset. There's also a really pretty view of the World Trade Center where our office is. And so it's kind of this nice, beautiful, scenic moment in New York where it's otherwise like very loud, lots of city or lots of buildings. I'm in the middle of nowhere right now. So I'm going to go with when I was in New York. And this is really generic, but Times Square. We went to a play on Broadway. We saw Hamilton and like walking through that before um, was, was super nice and cool. A bunch of people always say like, yeah, when you get to Times Square, you're like, oh, this is it? Like, okay. Like, I didn't really feel that way. I felt very, I was very entertained by everything going on. I will say my first time in Times Square in New York, I definitely was in like, ooh, pretty buildings, pretty lights. I want to do everything. I haven't ever walked the Hudson River yet, so I need to try that. What about you, Cameron? Because you over in L.A. Yeah, I grew up like around the L.A. area. um, So I'm kind of sick of L.A., but I do like being around the coastline. To be honest, I like being around the coastline. Uh, it's good vibes when I'm around there, but everything else, man. Well, you heard it first. Hit up the coastline. All right. 
Well, I'm glad that we got to know y'all just a little bit more so people can get familiar with who they're listening to on this uh, section of the podcast. But now I want to get into the tea. Really want to know, how did you come about choosing your major and your career path that you're currently on? Lauren, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, So I didn't get into coding, computer science, all that until I was in college. That's kind of a lie. So actually, I started my senior year of high school and I had a friend who was seeing this guy who was starting this after school club called Hack Club, where you essentially went and you built websites or you did some sort of fun coding activity. Until the day of I was planning on going, I thought it was hat club. So I was planning on going to this club, like for wearing fun hats and like hanging out with people. And then the day comes around and they're like, no, no, it's like, it's computer coding. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll go anyway, just cause I was trying to support my friend. Um, and I, I ended up really liking it and I wasn't much, I wasn't very good at it, but I thought it was cool. I thought, you know, I liked that, I guess this thing, these computers that I had been using my whole life, I felt like I had kind of power over them and I felt like I could kind of make them do what I wanted to do. And that was kind of set off a spark that led me to choose that path once I was in college. That's amazing. Shout out to Hack, a.k.a. The Hat Club. And fun fact, we did wear hats every single meeting after that. Oh, I love that. See, look at you. Change maker right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cameron, what about you? Yeah. Um. So for me, I guess growing up, um, I was like a lot of little boys. Uh, I thought I was going to be like an NBA superstar. You know what I'm saying? So I, I played a lot of basketball growing up. Yeah, yeah, I did a lot of hoop. And then, you know, after I realized like, okay, this is pretty competitive. Like I'm not Steph. I'm not LeBron. You know, I, I kind of looked into my other passions. Um, and I've, I've had technology around me forever. You know what I'm saying? My mom put me in robotics when I was in seventh grade. And since then, I've been programming the robots. You could not get me to make anything. You couldn't get me to take a bolt and put it together with nothing. But I would program them and I would make them come to life. And I loved seeing them come to life. Um, Because, you know, without the code, the robot don't work. So uh, that was my thing. And I went from robotics to web design um, to now I'm looking at like machine learning and stuff like that. So it's taken me a long way. And I, I do have a passion for it. That's how I got there. That's amazing. See, I was the other way around. I just like to build when I was younger, I didn't necessarily care for the coding. Yeah. Like I built it, y'all make it do what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like the opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anya, what about you? So, um, I'm from Arizona, and there is an on semiconductor office in Arizona. Um, and so going into senior year of high school, very similar to Lauren, I really wasn't involved in anything like coding or tech related. But I had a friend who was the president of the robotics club and she was going to this thing called Semi High Tech U hosted at the On Semiconductor office, which was like a tech related camp. We learned about a lot of like hardware related things, like chip processing, different things like that. And I thought it was like super cool. Um, I was very intrigued the entire time. I won like a little scholarship for being like the most like entwined with the content of the courses. Number one scholarship. <laughs> yeah, it was it was super small, but from there it kind of just set off a spark that had me really interested in technology. And so I didn't really know what to major on, major in um when coming to Howard. So I chose electrical engineering. And after my first semester, I took intro to computer science where I just learned like some C basics. And I really liked the instructor and I liked like the methodology and everything. So after my freshman year, I switched from electrical engineering to computer science. I love that. The running theme that I'm hearing across it is really exposure. 
all of you were exposed to STEM, science, technology, engineering, math, for those that don't know the acronym, but tech in a very unique way to get pique your interest and really get you headed down the career path that you're on. So now the question is, how did you hear about Reddit and what are you excited about? Yeah. Um, so I am in the Howard Reddit Fellowship Program. And so basically work as full-time interns for Reddit, but we also get to take classes from Reddit instructors and we get some class credit through that. But basically, I was actually up late doing like some interview prep for a consulting company. So I was up late doing something completely different for a complete different trajectory. And I like get ready for bed and then I check my phone one last time. And then I see something from like the CS chair department head talking about like join the Howard Reddit Fellowship. Like you get to work as a full-time intern. You also get to take classes and get course credit. And I needed both of those things. So I go ahead and apply right away. I think I was probably the first person to apply thinking like nothing was really going to come out of it. And then like a couple of days later, I get an email from Dietrich and it's been history ever since. We'd love to see it. Don't you love a good late night rolling your phone? opportunity that just comes your way. I feel like that's how most of my opportunities come out way these days, just late night scrolling. Cameron, how did you hear about the Reddit program? Yeah, I mean, I heard about Reddit in, you know, the most basic of ways. I saw it on LinkedIn uh, and I was applying for jobs, um, looking for a lot of different internship work to do um, while I was looking for, um, or while I was finishing up my, my degree. Um, so yeah, I heard about it on LinkedIn. Um, but like, obviously I knew what Reddit was. Like I had some Reddit. Okay. Let me, let me take that back. I had some Reddit friends that like, like describe what Reddit was, but you don't know what Reddit is until you're on Reddit. Like it's, it's impossible to describe to anybody until you actually get on the platform and then you understand. Okay. That's true. So yeah, I I think that's like the best way I can put it. It's like, I knew what Reddit was and that kind of, um, and I, I would use it to like better my Google searches at sometimes. But like once I became like, I guess I'm a power user now, um, that's when I, I really started to, to understand it. So yeah, I heard about it in the basic way, LinkedIn, um, and then Disha kicked me up and then a lot of good stuff from there. Yes. We love recruiting. That's <laughs> especially good talent. What about you, Lauren? So I actually found you guys through Ripple Match, which is where, honestly, a great site. Like I got a lot of uh, opportunities through that site. So shout out Ripple Match. Um, But honestly, when I applied, I didn't think much of it. I thought, you know, this is not a company who would take somebody like me, somebody who has my experience or my background in tech. And so I was surprised to hear back from you guys and surprised to continue through the internship and happily surprised to receive an offer at the end of the day. Yes, we'd love to hear it. I just want y'all to know that um, there are three different avenues into Reddit for all of these individuals. We have a fellowship program that Anya was able to find out from an email. Okay, just so y'all know, Cameron found out about us through LinkedIn. Shout out to LinkedIn. It's helping people get jobs. And then Lauren came through our partnership with Ripple Match, which is where we post all of our emerging talent roles uh, going forward. So this is just wonderful. I'm glad to hear that our avenues of advertising were reaching the appropriate candidates. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about why you chose Reddit. Because I'm sure just, I mean, y'all know, y'all hear the amazing things that they've been doing 
on this podcast, just like I am, right? So I know there's multiple offers in their inboxes before choosing Reddit, but why Reddit? Yeah, my first semester in grad school, when I started applying for jobs, I think like you kind of figure out like the first in the first one to two months, like it's tough, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you're trying to look into entry level positions, um, especially me looking for internships, they're tough, they're competitive, especially in this field. Um, so there was a little bit of a drought, you know what I'm saying? It was a time where I was sending in like 10, 20 applications a day, like over a hundred a week. And the follow through rate was not hitting at first. And that's just like, you got to learn how to adjust your resume. You got to learn how to do everything to get like the right attention, the right spots. Right. I was going through this drought and I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to grad school. I just need a job at some point. So I'm going to give this one more month. Okay. One more month to apply this internship, and then I'm going to go work for my dad and use something else or uh, something else while I'm finishing my degree. I need to bring in some, some, some bread. So yeah, you, need, you need some bread. With this, yeah. I need something I need to help me out get, um, and pay for this degree. You know what I'm saying? Um, luckily I've got a fellowship now, which is great. But, um, uh, so yeah, I kept it going to the drought. And then I remember the first company to reach out, um, during the drought was Reddit. I got the email from Dietrich and I had previously, what? um, like, Okay, I can't. Let me take that back, actually. I had done some rounds with some other companies, Microsoft, Apple, blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. But I had to, like, get through the whole process, right? Um, and I hadn't gotten through the entire process yet. And so I remember the first to um, reach out and start that process was Reddit. And then after Reddit, a bunch started coming in. It was different companies from from Meta to whatever, whatever. And I got through all those interview processes. And at the end of all of it, I had, like, three offers. And I just remember... The only interview experience that I enjoyed was Reddit. That was the only one that I legitimately came through. And I was like, hmm, I'm not as stressed out as I usually am when I'm in an interview situation. This person was actually, you know, pretty, pretty chill. You know, I like this. And so right away, I felt like there was a different vibe to Reddit. It wasn't um, so much as like, we're all about getting to the end game, blah, blah, blah. Like the journey was important too. And I, uh, the people were very cool. And so that's just what I remember by having three offers there. Like this is, I think the environment that I'm going to enjoy being in the most. So that's amazing to hear. For those of y'all that don't know, the vibe is called Reddity. That's exactly what that vibe is. That's how we treat each other. We are default open and embracing of everyone. I'm so glad that your experience was not as stressful. <laughs> and I say best wishes to those companies that lost you because we got you. Lauren, what about you? So I 1000% second what Cameron said that this interview process was the most fun process, which you don't normally call interviews, especially in tech fun. It's normally this really rigorous, long process of inter technical interview after technical interview. And that's even before they learn the first thing about you. And so at Reddit, the first thing they did was send me a questionnaire that asked about my experience and all that, but it asked me like personal questions and it asked me about my uh, goals and my motivation and my background. And I just thought that, I, you know, that was the first time where instead of being sent this rigorous, uh, like online assessment, I was sent something where they actually wanted to know who I was instead of, you know, what I could do for them. So that and then the interview process was pretty easy. It was just this long, uh, the final round interview took place on a single day. So I kind of just got it over with. And I was even terrified. I think I remember just because Reddit was one of the coolest, like the, one of the best companies that even reached out to me, wanted to continue with me. Um, 
And when I was going through this process, I remember before I had even had any video interviews with people, I was emailing with Virta, emailing with Waverly, trying to coordinate these. And I remember being like uh, syntax, checking my emails, being like, this has to be perfect. Like they're going to be so strict about this. And then I got on the call with Waverly and she was the nicest, like coolest person. I was like, oh, and that's also how it was with my other interviewers. So once that that offer came in, besides the fact that it was the best offer I had received that season, it was just a no brainer. I'm like, I really like this company. I like the people that I've met here. And so far, my experience here has reflected those interviews in that initial process. That is so dope. Best offer, great interview experience, all the things that we strive to achieve at Reddit. And we do try to get to know you. That's the purpose of that questionnaire that we send out at the very beginning, because it's like, we need to know if this candidate really cares about Reddit, one, but also how are we going to find the best fit for them? Anya, I'm wondering how the experience was for you. Why did you choose Reddit? So I definitely second everything that both Lauren and Cameron have said. But before my junior year of college, I had only done like REUs and like research programs. So I had never had to do like a technical interview and trying to get an internship for the summer. It was definitely like an adjustment period, resume building, application, like help and building and also just like preparing for coding interviews. And I definitely did like go through a lot, like a drought similar to Cameron where like I was just not like really getting the results that I wanted. So I had a couple of offers at that time. I actually was had just accepted one to do consulting, but I see this and I go on with the interview process and the emerging talent team was like none other than I had really worked with before. The people at Reddit are definitely a lot more personable and relatable than people that I've worked with in the past, um, especially you, Dietrich, and like Waverly and Ashley, for sure. It, it makes it feel like we have like a friend somewhat like in in the recruiting process. But also like with the interviews, I remember being like terrified for the interview. And like I kept pushing it back and pushing it back. Oh, no. And then I, I did the interview and I thought it like could have gone better. But then I meet with you like during the final round and which is something that I had never done before, like meet with the hiring manager, like after the final round interview, which I thought was super cool. But like actually getting to hear my feedback from the interviews um, and like what went well and what didn't was super helpful. But also like the offer was amazing. And Reddit was definitely by far like the coolest co company that I was in in talks with. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. It just makes me happy that your interview process really stood out amongst the other uh, companies that you may have been interviewing for. And just, you know, connecting with Reddit because we, we, we try to remember the human over here. <laughs> I really do this keep an authenticity to us. I mean, you know, we're really trying to help you all grow in your careers. Well, you chose Reddit. You're here. You're now in your experience. Cameron, I know that you're a return intern. If those who are listening did not, weren't aware, Cameron actually interned with us last year and came back as a return intern this year. So I'm wondering, Cameron, since you've been back, what has your experience been like? Are there similarities? Are there differences? Yeah, that's a um, that's a very interesting question. Um, and yes, one hundred percent, there are 
huge differences. And I think that that's just because Reddit. So previously I'd entered at my alma mater, um, my undergraduate, I did my undergraduate studies at Pepperdine University. And there um, is where I went through my first internship and going to Reddit is where I feel like I really got my groundings of how the actual industry goes, as opposed to like doing a lot of kitty glove stuff. Like you have your kids gloves on when you're at a university and they're trying to teach you the way. So Getting that experience at Reddit was um, very good for me. But at the same time, since this is like my first industry standard type of internship, it was also me kind of like, I'm not going to say getting thrown in the fire because you guys definitely helped me in every situation that I needed to. (laughs) But it's like when you're getting, when you're first going into the industry, your industry way of getting thrown into the fire, right? You have to figure things out, you got to land on your feet um, and kind of understand what you're getting yourself into. So last year, Last summer, I would say I was way less prepared. I was I was still kind of in that very much like uptight. I need to do everything right. Can't do nothing wrong. It took me a while to get used to Reddit. Like, all right, breathe a little bit. Like, you don't have to be so uptight. You can be comfortable, you know, because uh, I was just kind of brought up by other industries to like not be with that way. Right. Um, so, yeah, this summer, I understand what the expectations are of me, how people don't necessarily expect the world of me. They just want to see me do my best. Um, and that's just made all the difference. Like I've come in and I've, I've just hit the ground running. Like I, I've gotten right into um, some of my milestones. I'm connecting with people on the team. And the biggest thing is just like, there is no sense of imposter syndrome at all. Like that's kind of what I felt during my first round. It's just like, man, like, do I even belong here? This time around, I'm just like, let's get it going. Let's get it going. I know that's right. Yes. Um, you know, we love the meme of the dog sitting in the room with the fire around him and saying, this is fine. And, you know, your first foray into Reddit internship, you may feel like the dog in the room and it's OK. It's OK. And Lauren and Anya, y'all heard it first from Cameron. Cameron's a return intern. He told y'all y'all have imposter syndrome. So if you feel like you are, you know, <laughs> but. I'm curious, Lauren, how has your experience been in the first few weeks since you've been here? I'm going to be totally honest. I a little bit feel like that dog in the middle of the room with fire. And it has absolutely nothing to do with my team. I think it's just part of the experience of being new to a company and wanting to prove yourself, um, but also still having to go through the growing pains of onboarding. That being said, I really love working with my team. I love the work that I'm doing. One of the cool things that my mentor did for me, actually, this is both me and uh, Anya's mentor. Uh, There's 20 people on my team. The very first week, she scheduled half an hour one-on-ones with every single one of them. Yes, it was a lot of meetings. Yes, it was a lot of talking, being on camera, all that. But it really gave me this insight to not only what my team does, but also who each of these people were um, as humans, just getting to know them. And I felt like I got to understand all these projects on my team, even though they weren't necessarily going to be things that I was directly involved with. So I felt like my team really cared about making me uh, a part of their team and not just like an intern, but like a full-time employee. That is amazing. And yes, Lauren, you are a part of the team. Although you are a snoo turn, you are still a full-time employee and a contributing member to your team. So you keep shining on your team meetings and stuff. Okay. And last thing, I'll just say the dog in the dog in the middle of the room full of fire. 
totally normal feeling. Um, and it's one that I kind of anticipated with this and one that I am looking forward to being past, but knowing that I'll be proud of this period where I wasn't exactly sure of, you know, my progress and my ability that, you know, you just, it's just kind of a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. I'll let y'all in on a secret. I'm constantly the dog in the room where everything's on fire and this is fine, but y'all don't see it because gotta make sure your experience is good. Anya, what about you? Because you're in a different program, a unique program with Reddit, wondering how your experience has been so far. So on like the class aside with the instructors, everything has been like super useful, super insightful. It's not just like where I'm sitting, like with my camera off, like waiting for the lecture to be over. I'm actually like engaged. Like it's more of a conversation with the instructor. As far as like the internship part of it goes, I definitely did feel like the dog for a little bit. And I will say working from home, it is a little hard. The first week that I had my project, um, we didn't get it until the second week of the internship. I would find myself like working to a point where I don't really understand anymore and then going to like watch TikToks in bed for like an hour or taking a nap, which isn't great when you're working from home. So trying to like get past that like slump of laziness and adjusting from it being like a home environment to like a productive environment. Um was definitely a learning curve for me, but once you get past that and once you get past like the initial not knowing what you're doing, which every intern faces, like it's been super fun to actually see my like code and my project come into fruition. That's amazing. And thank you for hitting us with the real. Okay. Because you ain't going to be coding and working all hard every day. And sometimes it's like, I really don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to step back <laughs> and just, and just refocus my mind. So I really, really love that. Well, I am curious because you all have talked about how your experience has been so far, but we haven't gotten into much of what your projects are. I'm wondering if you could share, you know, sort of at a high level, what are you actually working on this summer? Like I said at the beginning, I'm on the ads measurement team. Uh, And essentially what we do is help demonstrate to advertisers the value of their ads on Reddit, which before I before I actually got on this team, I wasn't exactly sure how that affected or how much that affected how Reddit profits. I figured out as soon as I got here, it's a big deal. And the work that my team does is really important. Um, and I feel like every single project we're working on is high priority. Uh, which is great. And it kind of gives me like a sense of purpose. And like, I feel like I'm making an impact even with the little work that I do for them. So what I'm working on right now is on our conversion server, essentially interactions with ads on Reddit are called conversions. And those are sent to advertisers uh, in a bunch of different ways. One of the ways is through a pixel that uh, advertisers can put on their site. Uh, so essentially, I'm working on improvements to the conversion server and the Reddit pixel. That's so dope. See, listen, if y'all didn't realize, Reddit interns really work on some serious stuff over here. But like Laura is helping advertisers get connected better with the platform, which, you know, helps to drive revenue, y'all. She's working on revenue driving projects. What about you, Karen? What you working on? Yeah. Um, so again, I'm with the ads growth team. So our, our entire thing is we need to get more, you know, monthly active, uh, advertisers on the site, or they're 
continue to build revenue, like Dietrich said. Um, so yeah, my project, uh, to keep it short, we're essentially building a feature um, where we're going to allow advertisers to take the URL of their website, bring it into our nice little UI that we have for our advertisers while they're building a campaign. You paste a link in, and we're going to do some scraping on the back end that brings the images from your website over to us and then allow you to pick your images uh, easily. Automate that entire process so you can just pick them, send them off, and make your creation campaign for your advertisement as simple, um, as streamlined as possible. You don't have to do all the... It's crazy how we call this extra nowadays because it would be like extra, like go and upload all your images individually or reality it takes like a minute. But <laughs> even then, like it's still cool that we get to <laughs> make the the process and um, whatever, I don't know, situation that you're going through as an advertiser, easy, streamlined, um, and a good overall experience for you. I'm using that's an important part of um, growing our advertising platform. That's a very important part. And I will say, as a person who has to upload photos to uh, servers and websites for, you know, advertising of emerging talent, I actually would agree if I could just send a link and have people scrape the images for me. You're right. There we go. Take them out for go. me and I'll let you know which ones I like. Anya, what about you? Because you're in a different side of the business. You're on the core engineering side. So want to know a little bit more about your project. Yeah. So I am, like I said, I'm on the dev platform team and basically we're using the Reddit developer platform to create apps for subreddits. It's a little less life or death than um, Cameron and Lauren's team, but my project right now, so the app that I'm building right now, I'm not going to go into it too much, but it's pretty much like just a combination of like the different functionalities that Reddit like provides. But it'll go from that to like creating like custom posts where you can make like a game or create like a different type of image. So it makes the the subreddit super interactive and it also just gives moderators more features to work with. See, now that's also important. You mentioned that it's not as life or death <laughs> as the advertising side, but I would argue that making moderators' lives easier on the Reddit platform is just as important, right? Uh, especially if we can help to uh, get them a game going in their subreddit. That's amazing. Look at you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I feel like like if moderators are worried about how to like get their platform or get their subreddit into the world, then they can add that as kind of like a way to advertise it. Like, oh, I have this 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 feature like brought on by the debt platform for people to use. So it's super cool. Brought on by Anya. <laughs> Ah, that's what we'd love to see. Okay. Well, you know, we learned about your projects. We learned why you chose Reddit. But I know that a lot of people out there are going to be curious, right? Because we're coming back from a global health pandemic. People are in the office or people are remote. People are hybrid. And at Reddit, you know, we have a flexible first policy. So, uh, you know, a good portion of our workforce are remote. But our internship program, we allow interns to choose whether they'd like to be remote or in-person. And then if they're in-person, we support two different offices, San Francisco and New York City, because our team is small and I can't support all four offices in the U.S. So I want to know a little bit more about what's it like being an in-person intern in New York City? It's great. (laughs) 
just just uh, to put it shortly. So I will say like this flexible first policy is amazing because when I first accepted my offer back in January with Reddit, I originally chose to be in the San Francisco office and then a few things changed, mostly just my mind. Um, and I decided last minute that I wanted to be in New York and you guys were like, no problem. Like just, you know, send us this email and we can get that all sorted out. So Thank you guys for letting us uh, make that decision. It was also a hard decision because having to choose between San Francisco and New York, I will say one of the big things that made me choose New York was where our office is. So Reddit is located in One World Trade Center. I I like I honestly I have a lot of pride going to work every day because um, I do try to go into the office every day, and it's just it's an amazing building, and I just think it's a really beautiful place. We're right next to the the two fountains for the original World Trade Center. And, you know, on the very first day, all of a lot of the interns and I went up to the observatory on the top floor, 101st floor, I think it is, and got to Good look job, at the city. Really? Yeah. Oh my so gosh. It, it's just, it's incredible <laughs> to to work there. Also, Vogue's offices are there. And my first day, I ran into Anna Wintour in the lobby. Did you really? Yes. So brilliant. celebrity sightings and just, you know, a beautiful building. I would say a really sentimental history that I feel proud to be able to be a part of. Listen, I can't wait to go back to the Reddit office and potentially see Anna Wintour as well. You know, I'm going to give her a nice little face. <laughs> but I am so glad to hear that, you know, the New York office, it, it means something to you and it encourages you to come in every day. What about you, Cameron? Because you are remote. You've elected to be remote, both internships uh, in the L.A. area. So how has that been? Uh, it's been, you know, it's been like a fascinating experience uh, on several levels. Um, I think I would say, like, I love the flexibility first policy because um, now we're seeing it take shape in so many different forms. You know, what works best for people. I chose that remote would work best for me in my schooling situation um, after, you know, some long, hard thoughts. Um, so... Yeah, I think at first I had gone into it with the idea that um, this is going to be like, that I'm like sacrificing part of the human experience um, to optimize other things in my life. Sure, I'll take it. And that's kind of how I went into it last summer because that's how that was previously my experience working a remote internship over the pandemic, um, doing software engineering for my old school. Um, and I quickly learned, as I think a lot of people learned over the pandemic, is that that human connection doesn't necessarily have to be lost. Like it's yes. going to yes. be different, but the only way that it's going to necessarily be worse is going to be up to you in, in a lot of ways. Like during the pandemic, um, I got into, you know, I got to be at home. So I got into watching like live streamers, Twitch streamers, YouTubers, blah, 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 blah. And these people are like on the phone with other Twitch streamers creating the best content on the internet and stuff that people are watching all day long. So I'm like, they can do it. I can get close to my boss, you know what I'm saying? So like, I can have great conversations with Dietrich. Which uh, I think Dietrich has taught like all of us that like, just because we're across the stream doesn't mean that we need to lose. Like there, there's no significant loss there, you know? Um, so while I definitely have my days where I'm just like, all right, you know, I'll be off camera today a little bit. Uh, I would just like <laughs> focus on work and stuff like that. I do always remember that while it's going to be different, um, the human connection is made through like intentionality and effort. So, you know, every once in a while, not even every once in a while, when you can't, I'll pop off camera, smile, 
say hi, um, talk to people about, you know, what's going on in life. Don't just, okay, you got that done. Oh yeah. Push that. All right. I'll see you later. Like it takes a little bit of time and asking what's going on. And that's what I've done. I've had conversations that have gone over like half hour to an hour, just talking about life. Um, so yeah, that's been great. And it, and it doesn't like, uh, my mentor from last year, um, I finally got to meet her yesterday in the LA office. I went to the LA office for the first time. Awesome experience. And like, it was like, like meeting somebody from like a dream or something. I don't know. It was weird. She was like, she was like, oh, I didn't expect you to be so tall. And I was like, oh my God, it's great to meet you. And like, it's just weird because none of that connection was lost. You can tell it was there. It's been built up. So um, yeah, interesting experience. Um, I don't think it defected anything in terms of productivity. Um, it's been great both ways in office and remote. So interesting. Hey, we'd love to see it, especially building relationships, right? Focusing on recognizing, even though you're remote and you're on Zooms, you're virtual, you're able to build a relationship with people. So that way, when you do meet them in person, there's a familiarity there. And then you're just like, what's going on? I'm wondering, because you're the only one on our panel so far that has experienced some of the intern social events virtually. They're upcoming. We're recording this very early in the season for those that don't know, but they are coming. So I wonder how that experience was for you too. All right, let me be real with y'all. <laughs> let me be very, very real with y'all. I came into that. I think the first one was like, um, one of the first one was like an escape. Yeah, I saw so. that and I was like, an escape room. Okay. Here. Like, what are they talking about? An escape room virtually. And so we went to an escape room virtually with my pod and it was fire. Like we had an amazing time, bro. Like uh, doing like a virtual escape room. And I was like, there's no way, like this is actually fun. And it was actually fun. Like there was a person who was like at another location, like remotely showing us everything that was going on. We were like getting into it. And I think we barely passed. And I was like, okay, like this can work. You know what I'm saying? So the remote events, uh, as long as you, oh yeah, then we did another thing where we like made cookies or something, made chocolate. Um, and so like the effort is there and that the, I think it's the emerging talent team. They, they, they do, they do such a good job that it felt like, yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed it. So it was awesome. I'm glad to hear that. We tried to prevent FOMO. Because when you have so many interns in an office location, either one, you know, those that elect to be remote because it works for their situation could have a fear of missing out. So we try to replicate as many of our events virtually as we can. Anya, how has it been for you as sort of, I would say, a hybrid intern where, you know, you're remote for the summer, but you're also traveling. So you have the opportunity to go to both offices this summer? Yeah. So like Cameron, I decided to go um, remote to optimize like other areas of my life. And it was definitely the right decision for me. I got to visit the New York office and it was great. And I will be visiting the San Francisco office later this summer. No, but the Emerging Talent team has been like definitely eating with making sure like that the virtual interns have like that same feel all of like the pod like events like with our little groups um still like have that same sense of like okay we're meeting each other for the first time like we're all interns and we kind of that sense of connection definitely isn't lost which i um think is super important 
it definitely is an adjustment trying to do like a full-time software engineering job from the comfort of my own home. But I feel like by the end of the summer, like I'll be super well-versed in being able to work from home. Yes, yes, yes. Love to see it. And at the end of the day, you know, um, when it comes to choosing between being in-person or remote, it's really a personal choice. Uh, And I'm glad that Reddit has our flexible first workforce policy to allow that to be the case. Well, we have learned a lot about y'all today. I'm actually so excited to hear all of this. It's been great. I didn't know many of these fun facts and things about y'all. So just love learning more about our slew turns. But I want to close us out by asking, is there any advice you would give to any intern, any company that is starting their career journey uh, this year? So mine would definitely be to not be afraid to ask for help. The first week where I got my project, I was definitely lost and I felt like the dog on fire in the room, on fire, whatever it was. Um, But like actually working with my manager and my team members to see like how they could help me and like what I felt comfortable asking, even if I like thought like, oh, they're going to think I don't know anything. Like they're going to think I'm so stupid. If I asked this, like you definitely need to get rid of that notion. Perfect advice. I keep telling people there are no dumb questions. The only dumb question is the one that isn't nice. Laura, what about you? Any advice? So it's inevitable that you are going to feel like that dog in the middle of the room on fire. But that also means that you got that dog in you. Like you can get it done. Like it's just, I feel like for me personally, once I realized just with, just with, this field in general, once I realized that I had to be willing to be bad at something in order to be good at it, that kind of sets you free from these stresses of like, will I never be enough? Like, will this never be good? You know, just allow yourself to really dig in, ask questions, you know, be honest about where you are and you will improve and you will be able to look back on this time of fear and confusion and stress and be really proud of that because you made it through and you learned so much in that process. Solid advice. Very solid advice. All right, Cameron, bring us home. Yeah. So I first want to upvote what they said. Um, that's like a lot of what I was thinking. They 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 hit on the key points. Um, I guess what I would add, keep it short um and sweet. I would say remember that that and this is something that I kind of like preach as like a, a life mantra. It's just remember that your journey is your own. Um, like that's something I try to like focus on a lot. It's like, you're not trying to necessarily be better than anybody else. You're trying to be better than, in in my line of view, you're trying to be better than the person that you were yesterday. Um, so that like stake of like comparison that we all naturally feel as human beings, you kind of want to try and find a way. It's going to be hard. Like it takes, it takes a while trying to way to look at your peers and look at other people and look at what they're capable of as, um, you know, like inspiration, motivation, not as like okay, like this is how far behind I am in the race or anything like that. Make sure that you understand that your journey is your own um, state. I say this tentatively because people take this different ways, but stay in your lane. <laughs> but like in a good way, you know what I'm saying? Like in a good way, really focus on trying to focus on uh, your journey and the way that it's going on. Um, and and yeah, I, I really do value what Lauren said. Um, don't, be, don't be afraid to fail. Uh, 
And I mean, it's going to fail you upward. So you're going to be, you're going to be all right eventually. Um, so yeah, that's my, my biggest thing. It's your journey. Try not to compare it to other people. <laughs> okay. Come on. Journey of failing upwards. Uh, y'all heard it first. I don't tell you know that. I actually got to summarize it because they dropped some gems on this one. First, don't be afraid to ask questions. And again, I will put that out there. There are no dumb questions except the ones that are not asked. Second, you got that dog in you. I know y'all know about that meme culture. You got the dog in you. Have the confidence to be the best intern you can at your company. And lastly, your journey is your all. You're not here to copy anybody else. You are here to be better than who you were the day before. See, I told y'all, our snoo turns are smart. They are smart. There's some br brilliant, brilliant and bright minds in the room. So glad to have them. And uh, can't wait for you to hear our next upcoming section with our new grads. I'm back. I'm Dietrich Franklin, the Emerging Talent Manager here at Reddit. And today I am joined by two awesome new grads who have joined our company full-time and our new graduate program. So I want to let them do a little bit of introductions. That way you can get to know who they are and their voices. So as you follow them through the conversation, you know who's talking. Let's start with name, school, your degree and major, right? Because differing degrees, differing majors. And a fun fact about yourself. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Leah. I just graduated from my master's degree uh, from the University of Michigan in biostatistics. And previously, I was at University of Chicago, got my undergrad degree in statistics. What else? Fun fact about myself. Um, I make costumes in my spare time. I'm surprisingly good at sewing. I've been sewing for like the past 10 years. Oh, I love that. Are you into cosplay? I I am. Oh, do you follow our cosplay subreddit? Yes, of course. I actually see a lot of people that I know and I'm very familiar with posting their stuff on the cosplay on subreddit and just like, huh, I recognize this person. And also they show up in like a bunch of other niche subreddits like video games and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely good to see them on there and like hit the upvote button every time I see it. <laughs> That's amazing. Leah, what team did you join at Reddit as well? So when I was interning, I joined internationalization um, and I returned to the same team full, full time. All right. Okay. And lastly, what is your focus at Reddit? I am on data science team. Yes. Good old yeah. data science. It is very fun. Next up. Hey, I'm Mohammed. I uh, graduated from the University of Florida. Go Gators. Uh, I got my bachelor's in computer science and my minor in chemistry. And my fun fact is I actually love growing. Um, I don't know what it is, but something about waking up at 5 a.m. and going out to pitch black on the cold waters, like basically naked with eight other guys, just really lets me, I don't know, connect with myself, I guess. I love that. Um, okay, what team did you join and what's your focus at Reddit? Uh, I joined the uh, IAT Transition Internationalization Lifecycle Team, and my focus is on right now translations so that we connect more people together. 
Amazing. Are you connected in any rowing subreddit? I am. It's really great to see everyone post their like top scores that way outpace yours in every way and form. And you know, they're like six foot four pictures. It feels great. <laughs> <laughs> What's your top score? Oh, wow. We're getting personal here. Uh, um, yes, yes. They got to get to know the people. I'll give you my best, my best 2K folks here out there in the wild is a 720, which is okay. But I, I, I give it, I give it a 720. Um, for reference, I think like all the other teams, the D1 athletes reversing, they were hitting like 640s. So take that as you will. 720 sounds good to me, if I'm being honest, because I don't roll for nothing. So I'd probably be there like, what, a 2000 maybe? I don't know. Your builds, you'd probably, you'd probably be like seven. Do you try? I don't know. You're a pretty right? good guy. You're a stud. Games love it. All right. Well, let's do some rapid fire to get to know y'all a little bit. Uh, so I have questions I'm going to ask, and I want you to rapidly spit out your answers. Uh, but, you know, be mindful of like giving each other space to do it. Okay. First thing, favorite subreddit. R slash repression. I wasn't always good with the sauce like this. Huh? Ah, but now you have the Riz. Look at me. I'm styling every day. <laughs> My current favorite subreddit is our Elder Ring. I'm still struggling Elder Ring. <laughs> yes. Is that a, a year game? After the ki- I, a year after the game came out, I'm still struggling. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh, it's the middle of figuring. We have this at home right now. It's out there. We just got it. Last one. This is why I love Reddit. Come on, subreddit. Okay. Uh, we're talking about internships. You both worked in the office. Favorite internship activity? Lunch. You get to meet everyone else that's working there. That feels amazing. Also, the food's pretty good. I was about to answer lunch as well, but you already took it. So I'm just going to say like going and hanging out in the city with the other interns. We went to a lot of food places. Maybe spent half of our paychecks on it. Maybe more than half of it. Let's not talk about it. Um, we also went like hiking and stuff. So that was fun. Amazing. I will say SF and New York are both foodie destinations, so it makes sense. I, I got to change my answer. I got to change my answer now. <laughs> my favorite internship activity was the spreadsheet we had ranking every food item in the office. Um, and we, we kept making like more complicated edits to this spreadsheet, start spreading it around the office. So we could have like a ranked hierarchy of different items and their values. Highly recommend. Was there one for New York also? Because we also have one for SF. I shared I shared the New York one to the SF. I started that. Oh, <laughs> that's not swatch. Um, you better claim it. Okay, well, since we're talking about food, what was the favorite office snack? The beef jerkies. They're like $8 a, a, a bag, but they just have them sitting on the counter. You just grab like 10 That's like $80 right there. There are these um, shortbread cookies with chocolate and caramel on top of it. They were so good and so addicting. Like Cynthia would put them out in the morning and they would be gone by the end of the day. Like an entire basket of it. It was so good. I know the cookies. Love the beef jerky. I I agree. These are some top choices. Okay. Favorite quiet place in the office? I remember like it was my first day because it was my first day. Uh, There's this beautiful conference room overlooking the beautiful street of New York City with a beautiful couch. That's kind of enclosed. That's my favorite spot. You can just sit there and it's quiet and it's comfy. And you have a TV and you have a laptop and no one will come bother you. Highly recommend New York office. Oh, shoot. It's gone now because we have a new office. We it do have a new nice. office. The new nice. office is better. <laughs> it is and has multiple couches. It does. It does. <laughs> That's one of them are hidden, unlike the SF office. Yeah. 
Yes, I said. What about you, Leah? So the best quiet place in the SF office during my internship is the 17th floor because that's where all the engineers are and engineers don't talk to each other. Um, on the 20th floor, we have the cafeteria. On the 18th, and, and I think on the 16th floor, which is our like admin places, people actually have meetings, so they will be a lot louder. So yeah, 17th floor, recommend. It's also called the sad floor because it's blue, like the admin floor is red and the cafeteria floor is yellow and the 17th floor is just dark blue. So everyone called it the sad floor. <laughs> yes yes sad and, and unfortunately we also got rid of the sad floor as well it's <laughs> unfortunate though it's probably fortunate right there's probably. no more sadness in the head of the office work. right mm-hmm. yeah no 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 um, no, no. <laughs> but that's hilarious okay lastly favorite place to visit in the city that you worked in two bros pizza if you say joe's you're not a true new york fan i don't care what you say two bros has the best cheapest slice of pizza Shout out to my boy working the kitchen in the back. Also, if you're in New York, don't go to Phoebe's. Still better. Okay. I I need you to check out the pizza place. I have yet to check out pizza places in New York, so I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, it's like it's like a literal like one minute walk from the office. So highly recommend. Very the greasy. Old office, very, not this one. <laughs> no, I mean even new office. Highly recommend. Oh, really? Very greasy. Very bad for your body. Very good. <laughs> Isn't all New York pizza like that? Bad for your body. Very good. This is this is a step below that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Leah, what about you? Favorite place to visit? Favorite place to visit in SF, other than the office. Uh, <laughs> there's a really good coffee shop that is like two blocks away from uh, on the, uh, the, the sublet place that I lived in in SF. It's called St. Frank. They have the best over coffee i've ever had i was like oh this is so good and i was going to buy a bag of their beans before i left sf but i completely forgot because i like packed last minute and then it just blanked oh i'll add another one there's also another ice cream place that like across the street from where i lived called swenson's i took every single intern that like came over and lived with me over the summer to swenson's and they all loved it okay y'all heard it here pizza from new york ice cream and coffee in sf Okay, well, I'm so glad to have you, Leah, and Mo join us today uh, to talk more about your experience as previous interns, your transition into the new grad program. So really wanted to just start off the conversation around how did you choose your major and the career path that you're on currently? So I actually, uh, I know since a young age, I just knew that I love programming. When I first went to college, Something flipped the switch and I was like, let me try like anything but programming. So I went ahead and I spent a semester doing everything else. And then after that first semester, I was like, all right, I'm going back to programming. This is what I want to do. Like, there's nothing else I want to do here. So I went back to programming, computer science, and I ran that. Um, that's what I ended up choosing computer science. I got the minor in chemistry. That was just like a side thing. So I was just like, I really like chemistry. Let me, let me explore that a bit. I knew what passion was. There's There was no cheating yet. <laughs> We love a good passion. I was going to ask about the chemistry side because I'm like, where are you possibly using chemistry at this point in your career? I was a really big fan of Spider-Man and he really liked chemistry. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Peter Parker. And for those who know, also Miles Morales. Okay. Like, we'd love to see it. We'd love to see it. What about you, Leah? How'd you get on your career path? Uh, so fun fact, I actually started out as a bio major. I did get a bio major as my undergrad. Also, like I, I do a major. Um, so I worked a lot in like research labs and stuff. And I realized 
So in bio, there's like the wet lab portion. So you do a lot of like bench work and there's the dry lab portion, portion where you basically take other people's data or your own data and then you try to like analyze and see what results you can draw from it. Um, what some of the favorite labs I've worked with really look at like human genetics and stuff. And human genetics is surprising a lot of statistics because there are like giant databases that talk about like all of the, that basically have a lot of patient genome data. And then uh. you can run a lot of analyses to say, oh, like how do we pre predict diseases? How do we predict um, like disease onset? How likely are you to get cancer and stuff like that? So I, that's how I kind of delved down into the stats part. I was like, this is cool. I love it. Um, so that's also kind of why I decided to get a master's degree, because I really love the academic, the research side of things. And then um, there's definitely the transition from like the very academic to the more industry side of things. So yeah, that's the over overview of why I picked my major and how I swapped from a very much a lab rat to I want to work on computers now. <laughs> Not a lab rat. Well, you know what? We appreciate you because you were studying genetics and making sure that people understand how diseases work and why it's important to learn that stuff, right? I mean, we just came out of a global health pandemic, okay? Um, speaking of the transition from college to corporate, right? It's very unique. How did you go about choosing Reddit for your internship? I think I'm in a slightly different boat as in I was originally like very much again in academic in the research sphere. And I what I realized is that especially in biostatistics, it's very different for your work to make an impact. Like because we do we do a lot of good research, but very little bit actually translate into like a product, something that actually helped people to like, you know, understand their um their situation because a lot of it has to be um, basically QA again and again and again, make sure that we'll, the conclusions we reach are actually accurate. And then that kind of frustrated me a little bit. So I wanted to see, okay, I have this set of skills. How can I actually make it useful and get the feedback on, is my method working? Is my method not working? And how can I improve? So that's why I started looking into the more like um, industry side of things. And Reddit specifically, let's get back on the topic, um, is because one of my best friends in college worked here. And I was talking to him about, um, you know, our experiences. And he was like, well, like, I know a lot of good data scientists work at Reddit. And there are a lot of problems that Reddit was still trying to solve because data science is still, like, relatively new. I feel like that's the story that he gave me, at least when I started interviewing. It is. Data science is still, to me, it's a relatively new field, especially the right? analytics and the modeling mm -hmm. side, right? People are really trying to figure out what to do with this whole AI and machine learning. Yeah, that is that is absolutely a very big, very exciting, but very new, like we're still trying to figure it out kind of area. So a lot mm -hmm. of things to learn about. Um, that's basically why I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. So I interviewed and here I am. Okay. So you had a good rapport with a friend and the friend gave great, great, great reviews of Reddit. Love to see it. Love to see it. Glad that you joined us, uh, at least for your internship. Muhammad, what about you? Okay, I mean, like, you're asking why Reddit? That's, like, the easiest question ever, man. I told my friends I was going to figure out Reddit, and I was like, yo, Reddit? Like, come on. Have you seen the orange-red? Like, it's the best card. No, but for real, like, it was such an easy choice. Um, Like, who wouldn't want to work for Reddit? I, I, I'm not even, like, a crazy Reddit power user. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, like, a mod or anything, but, like, it's Reddit. Like, it was such an easy choice. Other than that, you're also touching, like, so many people. And you're doing like such a big impact 
connected like so many like individuals around the world and that's like massive you're like basically changing lives you give people a place to talk where they wouldn't be able to talk otherwise which is like there's nothing better than that i would love that mo and and specifically because you stayed consistent you kept going let's talk about it you interned or you at least interviewed with us three times you and I both worked together to try and find you the right team. What made you want to keep interviewing with Reddit besides like your friends being like, Reddit? <laughs> maybe it was your charm, but maybe it was also like the quirkiness yeah. I just saw at Reddit. I don't know. I had, had some other interviews that I just started ignoring because I really wanted, I don't know, I wanted to work at Reddit. It just felt like home. And then right home, so I guess it all worked out. <laughs> And it's funny because both of you are in the internationalization area of Reddit and different capacities, right? Data science and software engineering. Uh, but clearly, it was a good choice for your internship. What were some of the biggest takeaways you had interning at Reddit besides the awesome programming that Emerging Talent Team puts on? I mean, besides <laughs> the awesome Emerging Talent Programming Team. I mean, you could talk about it. We could talk about it. <laughs> Really, let's talk about it. Where where are the backpacks this year? I uh, <laughs> I've heard too many about the backpack. I also on the saw way, maybe on the way. I saw the t shirts and the swag. It seems a lot better than the stuff we got. But I mean, listen, listen, what? you know, wait, we got, I have not seen it. We had we had to elevate the program. We got feedback from y'all. Y'all helped to give us good feedback for the program, and we said, okay, we have to elevate this and give a little bit more pizzazz to the to the merch and the swag and stuff but yes no what what were some of the biggest takeaways that you had uh i guess the first thing i learned was that not all companies are the same which is such a great thing to learn because um mm. uh, like before reddit i was just like wow corporate's just like a soulless like life-sucking thing but then i came to reddit and i was like yo it's actually a ton of fun like this is i can do this all day so that was great to learn you know i'm not gonna be here in summer the other thing I took away that was really big, um, I think it was like just learning to be myself and interact with others, like in a corporate environment like this, that was huge to me. Um, being able to work with others, like on the same level and just excel and grow, like with mentorship from like your peers that have been doing this for years is so, so great. I can't explain it. Um, it's just like, I don't know, it just allows you to like grow at your potential, just move at your speed. and. I feel like you can't really do that a lot of places. I feel like everyone's always advertising that, but it's just like not something that you can just easily achieve. That's true. It is not easily achievable. And we have to give credit where credit is due. A lot of that is to our managers and our mentors who put in a lot of work to get you all up to speed and make sure that you have a really good experience. So any managers or mentors listening to this podcast today, we appreciate you so much on the Emerging Talent Team. And please continue to support and sponsor us. <laughs> shout out Prasant, shout out Nancy. Okay, okay, Prasant and Nancy, they're, they're, they're so amazing, I, I love them. Um, tell us more about your experience in New York City, because if I recall, you were a New York City intern. The tables have turned. Right now, I have an SF and Leah is in New York City, opposite <laughs> of our homelands last <laughs> year. Uh, I'm here on an offsite, sorry, onsite, which is great. I mean, I'm gonna perk about it, but, um, I love New York City. It was great. I was with my uh, couple of pals, the other interns, and it was just like such a close knit home, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. Um, the city was amazing. It's massive. It's big. It feels like you're like one in a trillion, 
at the same time, like within a week, you're like, I've seen that guy. Like, I know this person. And then within two weeks, like you meet them. And then by like the third week, like you find out that like your coworkers just thought you were like another full-timer and didn't realize that you're an intern on the third week of the job and you had no idea what you were doing. And that's like the best part about it. Um, the big city is great. I can't, I, and the, the team and everyone else there made it so welcoming took us out to like, uh, baseball games and other random events. And then we just go out sometimes. That was honestly like so cool. So fun. Uh, love it. Love it. New York is a vibe. I will say it's a vibe, but Leah, tell us more about your takeaways, uh, at Reddit, because you were also an in-person intern and you interned in San Francisco. I did. And I think the best part about interning in San Francisco actually is most of the majority of my team are based in San Francisco. So I actually got to work with like, for example, my mentor um, in person and a bunch of other team members would come in and would have lunch together. So it was a really nice experience. Like you get to see them on Zoom every day. Well, almost every day. But um, <laughs> we had a lot of meetings in the past, but um, it's definitely nice to like meet up with them and just get to know them a little more personally. So that was really cool. Um, I think I do want to build up on what Mo was saying earlier. Like we do have a lot of role models that are supporting us through our entire journey during the internship and now like starting full time. Like one thing that I I learned so much from my mentor, but I think I, I think she is amazing. But the one thing that I was like, I that I think helped me in my career so much is I remember in the first week and she she told me, Leah, you need to know your audience because you come from very academic background in that world everyone knows the jargon you're talking about but when once you're working so collaborative especially because like our team is pretty small and we have to work with like pms we have to do a um, report to the vps we have to like we have to connect with a bunch of different teams work so she was software like, engineers too. right yeah, yeah absolutely so she was like you have to know how what what is the most important piece of information that your software engineer or your pm would what would like to know um give them the most succinct info and then but like as a data scientist, you need to support your arguments. So you still have to have like a good report. You have to make sure your data quality is right. Your conclusions are right. But also make sure that your writing skills and communication skills, how you present your results in like slides is very straight to the point and understandable by everyone else. And I think that really helped me almost completely revamp how I think about a lot of things like the report is going to be the complete opposite of a research paper in terms of structure um, and things that I don't need jargon for. I shouldn't use jargon for because otherwise people would stare and be like, so what does this abbreviation mean? Um, if y'all didn't know, I'm people. <laughs> I would stare. <laughs> so it took a lot of time to get used to, but I think that really helped me so much. And even just afterwards when I was talking to my PIs, like to my research group, they were like, your thoughts are so much better organized than you were a year ago. That's amazing. Yeah, I think, you know, breaking it down to layman's terms for us that don't understand data science, especially the SQL and the Python and all the A-B testing studies. That's literally all I know. That <laughs> is extremely important. So let me just recap for those that are listening, right? Because we're thinking about the biggest takeaways from interning at Reddit. We got mentorship. Right. That's important. And it's been valuable to both Mo and Leah in terms of their development and their career. We have experiencing their cities. So going out, participating in San Francisco events, New York events, really getting connected to your community. I mean, we're all about communities at Reddit, right? 
And then lastly, really being able to know your audience and communicate effectively uh, the work that you're doing. So that's amazing, you two. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> shout out to you. Shout out to Rada. <laughs> oh, you're there. Shout out. All right. Um, we talked about your biggest takeaways. We talked about why you chose your major, how you went down your career path, why you came to intern at Reddit, which I'm so happy you did. But now I really want to know, how did you go about the process of obtaining your full-time employment after your internship? I mean, I'm sure there's some things you had to do in your internship too, right? <laughs> I got you. I got you. Here's a three-step plan for everyone out there. Step one, be amazing at your job, you know, because you know everything and you're a genius. Step two, when you find out you don't know everything and you're not a genius, be amazing at going and actually learning that thing and asking people who know the things that you need to know how to be amazing and how to know to do the things. Um, there's like so many nights that I spent like talking to uh, another coworker that I didn't realize was not in the United States and was like up at like 9 p.m. helping me through some really trivial problem. Third step. Present your amazing work that you worked so hard on the last three months to everybody and present it well. Because, um, I mean, that's how you just get to show everybody, like, hey, I did some cool, cool stuff right here. Like, come look at this. And it also just, you know, lets you, like, wrap it up really nicely feel good about yourself. That's my three-step plan. You guys got this. <laughs> I love, listen, I love a good three-step plan, okay? And that was simple. It was, one, be amazing. But I'm going to change that to be confident. There are a lot of smart students out here that are in internships doing amazing work. Be confident in your skills. Two, ask questions. Do not shy away from asking questions. You'd be like, oh my gosh, I have a dumb question. Ain't no question dumb. There's no dumb question. The only dumb questions are the ones that aren't asked. And step three, right? Present your work. Humble brag. You gotta brag on yourself. I love that. What about you, Leah? What did you do to, what's your process? Honestly, <laughs> I, I can't really sum it up better than Mo did. I think that this is, no, the three-step plan is like really simple and really important. This is how like, you know, you learn and, um, you know, advertise for yourself. But I do want to add one, one last little thing that I think was particularly important to me is be open to do things, to try things out. When your team, I don't know if this applies to like software engineers, but data scientists always get roped into like a bunch of ad hocs. Like suddenly someone will be like, oh, I am curious about this. And then we have like two days to be like, oh, this is what, this is exactly why this happens. And here is our one page analysis for, for whatever you're curious about. Um, even though they're like, you know, they're tight deadline projects, I learned so much from them. Just be willing to be able to take up some of these extra little tasks outside of your project. You get to learn so much more about the organization, about how people work with each other, about how to work with other teams. So like, as I feel like putting your feelers out, trying to like touch on different other things that are not directly tied to your project during your internship, I learned like it will help you learn a lot more than what you're like confined to. That's so amazing. Curiosity is so important, especially in your early career, right? We're talking early emerging careers. You really all know what you want to do. So you have to stay curious to understand, like, where could you potentially go? I want to talk a little bit more and deep dive into your projects, right? Because we can talk a very high level surface stuff. It's all fun. It's all nice. But the people want to know. 
they're you know, like, what were you working? What does internationalization even mean? How can I get a part of it? Like, what are you doing? Also remember that you have to keep things confidential as well. So I'll let you keep that in mind as you share more about what you did. Leah, do you want to go first? Sure, I can go first. I think I probably have a very good overview of this is one nationalization. So Reddit, if you use the platform, you'll notice a lot of the content is in English. Um, and it is um, the majority of our users do come from like North America and a lot of English speaking countries. But we are more th- more capable than that, right? We want we want uh, want to also have users that are maybe not English um, speaking or um, that are not based in North America to like participate because they also have very interesting opinions to share and they they should interact with each other. So this is the whole the whole big North Star goal of what the internationalization team is to make Reddit accessible to people who are outside of North America. Um, specifically what I work on is I study the non-English speaking markets and I try to figure out, okay, how can we leverage the content that I already have to figure out what people are interested in? People who are in France might have different top 10 topics they're interested in than let's say people in Mexico. Um, and should that change how we distribute items on their feed? Should that change how oh. we distribute um, top top Reddit posts on their feed. So that's kind of the big question that we have. And then my specific project that I worked on was taking the most active communities in these emerging markets and trying to figure out, okay, which ones are the star communities that are really big and really active? What are some of the niche communities that are really active but they don't have that many people so that we can like really try to promote them and bring people in who are, I don't know, maybe also interested in like, let's say bonsai making. And so like, these are the t- tiny little niche, top- niche topics that we want to like really bring more people because I'm sure there are a lot of people who are interested in this, but they might not have seen it because they don't think about like, you know, searching up bonsai on their Reddit feed. So that's kind of what the, the, the foundation is what my specific project was for is to discover and surface these subreddits. Oh, amazing. Especially when you think about emerging markets, right? Areas that um, may have differing interests because of their backgrounds. And like you said, who who knows if somebody's going to think about searching bonsai making on their subreddit feed. But, But if you can surface it because you know it's a star community, it's just not getting a lot of publicity, I'll say then that is um, a great way to help people find more communities that they can connect with. What an awesome internship project. Mo, that was the data science side. What did you have to do on the engineering side? I love saying this because it sounds so fancy and big, but I got to work with the algorithm, specifically the Indian algorithm. Um, Everyone always thinks Reddit and they think like English, United States, but like Reddit's a global company and you got people all around the world using it. And that's great that's because true. then that, yeah, you forget that sometimes. It's just like, I don't know, maybe that's just me. But anyways, um, yeah, so I got to work on the uh, India feed algorithm and implementing it for people in India. Um, that was really cool. Basically, I got to curate, curate some content and like look through it and then like process it and feed it to people there. And the idea is like, can we show them things that they want to see instead of showing them like really generic, like, r slash popular stuff because that stuff doesn't pertain to them um 
And I mean, I learned a lot. I mean, I started getting addicted to the content because I was looking at it all day. And so that was really cool. I learned a ton of stuff straight off that. But I also like learned how to um, take like something that already exists for one place and like actually make it usable for another group of people, which was really cool. That's so dope. I mean, you know, really taking sort of the bread and butter of what we do in the United States, but then figuring out a way to apply it to an emerging market and really expose, uh, you know, the people in that area to things that are of their interest. What was your favorite content that you saw in that market? going to be on the spot here, Dietrich. I know, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> the memes were unwordly. They felt like an alternative universe of like our memes. They still have the same nuances where like sometimes they'd put like a photo of a horse and put like Juan on it or something. But it was like the Indian version of that where they'd put like a camel, sorry, camel. They'd put like some animal and they'd put some other like text that I couldn't even read. It's for some reason that made it even like more comedic to me. There's just so, <laughs> so much obscure things that just didn't make any sense at first. And just like, I don't know, just funny, just niche interest in um, communities. I love that. Mean culture is global, y'all, if you didn't know. It's global. So if you want to connect with people globally, get your mean game up. I actually have a very funny one. There's a French um, subreddit. I can't, I don't read French. So I can't really pronounce it. It's like hydromycinier or something like that. But basically their little intro is, I like water. Do you like water? During the subreddit. It was very funny. And there were just people who love water. I feel like I need to join that subreddit because I right? like all I feel like I need to learn French. So I couldn't talk to them and be like, I also like water. Yes. And I have no idea what water is in French, <laughs> which is so unfortunate because I like all types of water, drinking water, beach water, pool water, all the water. All right. Well, we talked a lot. We talked about biggest takeaways, how you succeeded in your internship, what projects you were working on. So let's wrap up just this portion and understand why did you decide to come back to Reddit after your internship? Because I'm almost certain with the work that y'all are doing, y'all were a hot commodity in this market. Okay. You probably had quite a few of my peer competitor companies and your inbox trying to steal you from me. And it didn't work. <laughs> I think, oh, um, so Dietrich, here's a, here's a fun little piece of info, insider info from the interns, at least on the SF side. Um, you know, there are certain interns in the groups that are just really trying very hard to be like, Liam, you should come back. They actually just said that. I was like, oh, you know, like there, I, I got this other email from this other company and they're like, Liam, you should come back. Um, the, but this is like jokes aside, um, actually there were a lot of my friends who work here who like are planning to come back just because, um, they really enjoyed the work. I really enjoyed the work and I really enjoyed having their company. Um, the SF interns were always in the office and we did a bunch of like other stuff together and they were, they just ended up being very good friends of mine. And also my team, um, my team is the very important part. So they really supported me through the um, through the entirety of the internship. They cared about not only my results and my skills, and they also cared about my career development. Like I know a lot of my team members who reached out to me even after the internship was over and said, "Leah, feel free to reach out to any of us about like you know if you want to know more about the career development as a data scientist down the line, or as if you want to eventually become like a data science manager, like how that works." 
they're like very friendly and they're just like very open to help. And they support, even during the internship, they're like, I'm open. If you don't want to talk to your manager, you can talk to us about like, you know, getting a return offer um, or going somewhere else or just anything in general. So I felt a lot of support from them. And I think I will benefit a lot from them eventually. And there is the cherry on top. When I got my return offer, my mentor reached out to me and said, Leah, your internship project became the holy artifact in the INTN <laughs> side of the things. So yeah, uh -oh. was, I was just like, oh, I'm very, you know, flattered. We love a good humble brag. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was just, it was very nice working with them and I really enjoyed um, the team. So I was like, you know what? I think this is a good fit for me. So that's why I decided to come back. Sorry, it's a very so long winded answer. No, 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 it wasn't. That was a great answer. I'm just glad to hear why you came back. I mean, there's multiple parts. The one part about the interns convincing you to come back, literally, you know, that's the reason why we created communities. <laughs> because I needed y'all to convince each other to come back. It's not going to be on me. But Mo, why did you decide to come back? I mean, besides the amazing people at Reddit that are absolutely amazing, I just realized this is what I wanted to do. I mean, I already tried it out for three months and I, I fell in love with it. So there was nothing better. Um, I could go somewhere else and then like work for another company that was something similar or work for a completely different field. But this was just like such a great fit that I was like so set on working for Reddit from the start. I love the people. I love the culture. I love my team. There was nothing, there was nothing else. There was an easy decision for me. People, culture, team. If y'all don't know, I'm a part of the people and culture organization of Reddit. So hearing that was just like, Mwah, just kidding. Okay, let's do a quick wrap up. What advice do y'all have for any new grads starting their career journeys? And this could be anyone at Reddit or outside, you know, just new grads in general. Do everything. This is the time, like right now, right here. Do everything, literally everything, like. Don't, you should never be sitting at home, like leaning up the wall or watching TV or any normal human activities. Just go and do everything that you can. That's just great left field because like, that's the only way you'll, you'll experience and learn. I mean, like when I first applied to Reddit, I, I honestly didn't expect to hear back and Reddit is such a big company and they have such a small pool of people. So, I mean, I did and I'm excited and I was ecstatic to hear back and here I am. So literally shoot all your shots. Like don't hold back anything. <laughs> Yes, shoot your shot. We love that. I think very much along the same line, I think you should try a lot of things. Be willing to work, be willing to work hard. Um, learn everything that you can during the internship experience because there are a lot of things that you can work on if you like, you know, go out and look for them. Yes, be willing to work hard. We have a company value called add value. So not all hard work adds value, but all work that adds value is hard. Something along those lines, but that's why you need to work hard. Okay, I want to stop here and say thank you both for sharing your experience and the internship program, what's it like to convert and become a new grad at Reddit. We really appreciate all the hard work that you two have done. Um, and I hope that as people listen to this, it just inspires them to continue to go out there and search for a great opportunity, particularly at Reddit. So what did you think? Does it sound cool to build Reddit, one of the largest sites on the internet? 
If so, check out our open positions at www.redditinc.com careers. And to get more behind the scenes info, check out Reddit's engineering blog at reddit.com r slash reddit eng. And that's it for now. See you in the next episode of Building Reddit. Building Reddit is an official podcast from Reddit. This episode was produced by Dietrich Franklin and Ryan H. Lewis. Thanks for listening.